Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Leaders, Star Henderson here, host of Thought Leaders to Watch, and this episode's thought leader is Brandon Miller, coming to us from, I think you said Sacramento, right? California. That's right, Star. Welcome. Thank you for your time today. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. We're going to talk about thought leading and all of your passion projects. Um, would love to hear your story about how they all weave together. And uh, the first thing that comes to mind, the first question I want to just pop out there is, what does being a thought leader mean to you? I think being a thought leader is someone who has failed enough times to have picked up some things along the path and has the foresight and wisdom to turn around and share with others. And in my uh, way of thinking, um, both in business and in my personal life as a parent of seven children, I have a lot of accumulated wisdom through uh, uh, mistakes and trials and then, you know, some uh, admitted successes as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So you le- you learn from your lessons and you're not afraid to share them. Let everybody see that. Yeah, I like to think that wisdom comes with a high tuition. And if you're willing to pay it and learn from it, you get to turn around and share it with others, which is for each of us, a gift we get to give. Nice. So your tuition is seven children. And I, um, we were talking, you have a day job and a passion job. So let's um, start about, let's start with where did all of this um, thought leading start for you? So I know you had your seven kids, but I think you started at 34strong.com. That's right. That's right. So the book that changed my life is titled Now Discover Your Strengths. And in 2003, I was introduced to this idea of focusing on people's strengths as Mm -hmm. a way to develop them instead of their weaknesses. And mind blown. I was mind blown. This idea of, wow, we can do that. We can spend more time thinking about that. So I had occasion to be the leader doing that within an organization with with, uh, 28 staff at the time. And it was transformative. And so it became... Um, not just what I did professionally, but I started to dream about making it a business mm-hmm. and it just bl- blossomed from there into a company that partnered with the parent organization of Clifton Strengths called Gallup. And I got to partner with them, launch a company. And that's the day job is working with strengths and people's organizations for leaders, managers, and individual contributors. Very nice. Um, something I remember, and, and you'll have to remind me if Clifton um, and Gallup ascribe to this or if 34 Strong describe, um, ascribes to this, that it's better to work on your strengths than to close that gap and bring your weaknesses from behind. That's right. That's exactly the thinking behind this philosophy. It's what if we spent more time building on stars, natural strengths and abilities and move you in that direction instead of trying to fill in the gap for areas where you have natural, which we all do, mm-hmm. areas where we're not as strong. And unfortunately, the conventional model we've been taught 
is to fixate and build on our weaknesses. And all mm-hmm. all that Clifton did is he came along and said, hey, you know, I notice in athletics and in performing arts, we don't do that. We actually play to people's strengths. Yeah. What if we took that approach and we applied it to parenting and education and then management, mm-hmm. could we change the outcome? And that question has lingered now for decades and it's transformed organizations, it's transformed education, and it certainly is working its way into our homes for parenting. Yeah, that's great. Uh, can you give me an example? Maybe someone you've made a great impact on or family or a business? Yeah, I got to start with my own children because my son, when he was 14 years old, signed up to play high school football. And I coached the sport, played the sport, loved the sport, love it. So excited for a Super Bowl coming up. And <laughs> and so, you know, this was a, a big deal for me. It was a chance to connect with my oldest kid and get a chance to like, all right, we're going to follow in dad's footsteps. Here we go. So long story short, we got all the way up to the day that we're going to go out to practice. And I'm like, aren't you excited, man? You get to play and I'm going to be there to coach you and you're going to do these things. And here you go. And he pauses me and he goes, Hey dad. And he literally started, put his hand on my shoulder and goes, dad, I just need you to know I'm not like you. And I'm not going to play football the same way that you did. And I was rocked. And, and you know, I, I talk for a living and I was speechless, which is so rare. Yeah. And yet, yet I turned to him and I said something like, go get him, son. And sure enough, one season he was over. And from that moment on, my son and I's relationship changed forever. And now at 26 with two of his own kids, he's, he's a journeyman electrician doing great in his career. We are very well related together, love each other, respect each other. And I believe that happened because of that moment and that shift in my thinking to respect him for who he was going to be, not who I wanted him to become. Yeah. That's a lot of strength. I mean, I have a son the same age and um, I can't imagine, I'm not sure how I would react. Well, I'm, I'm sure I have reacted two times where he's like, Hey, I'm not like you, mom. We're a lot alike though. Um, not to put you on the spot. Do you know your son's that strength that um, got him to speak up in the moment? Absolutely. So he's, he's a high belief and he's a high responsibility. And so for him, I was, I was moving in on his core values. I was moving in on his sense of self. And what I learned in that day, which I didn't, I didn't know until later, because it was later that he was old enough to take Clifton strengths and I could start to review his results. But when he did, I went, Oh my gosh, like, look at you being you. This is so (laughs) cool. And, and, you know, just to add to that story, interestingly enough, when I was in my late teens, early twenties, I tried going into the electrical field. I thought it would be a nice side gig while I was building out other areas of interest and I failed at it. I was terrible. I was going to kill me or someone else. And, and it was all agreed upon that, that I needed to stop working with my hands because it was not for me. So to watch my son go down the path of something that I could not do is at one hand rewarding a little bit, you know, of like, wow, that's so <laughs> neat. Like just so curious that that's the path he chose. And, and I love it. Love to see him become who he is. Yeah, that's great. Mental note. Don't give you the electrical wires. Oh God, no, <laughs> no. I, Brandon should not touch power tools. It's bad for everybody in the vicinity. Oh my goodness. And so that's an example with your son. And, um, you know, I'm sure you have a story for each of your seven children, uh, but let's turn towards the work world. Where, yeah. What impact are you making there with 34 Strong? You know, we are transforming the way that people manage people, because the reality is that as managers, we have so much more influence than we ever could realize. The statistics are this, a person's engagement, how they feel at work and mm-hmm. how productive and successful they are is 70% impacted by their boss, meaning it's disproportionate 
to their own initiative, their own understanding, their education background. The things they can so, control. That's right. So what we do is we help a boss to understand and appreciate the awesome responsibility they have to not only engage their team members, but affect their personal well-being, the way that person goes home. Because when a person is engaged at work, they're significantly more likely to have a good quality of life. In fact, excellent quality of life. Mm-hmm. So we spend pretty much all day, every day, getting to, to inspire managers to literally be the best boss someone's ever had. And what we get to tell them is it's a win for them for sure, for sure. But, the re, but the reciprocal back to you, who wants to manage people that are like, meh, I don't know if I like my job or worse, I hate you. I hate mm-hmm. the company. I'm going to be a thorn in your side. Who wants that job? I mean, that's like, that's like parenting 10 X. Now you're trying to, you know, to, you know, they call it herding the cats. Like, no, now you're like hurting ferocious animals <laughs> that, that are going to turn on you. So, so we get to change company cultures in the corporate setting in the government setting. Let me tell you, you know, <laughs> we were talking before you, you have yes. some experience in that space, <laughs> like, like government setting, like go in and help change those culture. Like it's so interesting to watch it occur and just see that um, become part of an organization's way of being and how they do things. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about, um, you don't, don't go into all the strengths, but the question I want answered, I guess, is does a boss have to have these three strengths? Or are you helping them maximize whatever strengths they have? So here's the deal. We all need four things to be a great boss. So the first thing we need is some technical knowledge of what I'm being asked to to manage, right? I got to know something about the field. I don't have to be the best, but I got to know it too. I need to have enough tenure and enough track record in the industry. Those lessons learned and experience. Yeah, I got to be known because whether Mm -hmm. it was in the organization or somewhere out, because that's respectability. But third, I need talent. And talent to be a great boss, the good news is most of us have some element of that talent. We know how to inspire people, develop people, hold them accountable. We know how to do things. It's just that sometimes our talent, when we don't have the tools and training, which is the fourth key Mm -hmm. to build on, what do I do with this? And that's what we hear so often. Our managers, that they they come in close, they go, hey, I just, um, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm kind of just like making it up as I go. And we're like, yeah. And I think your people know that too. So we're going to give you, (laughs) we're going to give you some things that help you to be um, confident in your role and know how to build on those talents. Because the truth is star, um, any of us can learn to to do the role well. Um, Some of us will decide, and this happens every time we train that, you know what? I was pretty happy being that individual (laughs) contributor. Can I go back and do that? Mm -hmm. And, And we actually celebrate that. We say, you know, that's great because what if that's your genius? What sure. managing agent? And so though people can learn to be a great boss, some people decide, hey, it's not for me. And that's cool. Go mm-hmm. be amazing at what you're awesome at. Yeah, that's good. And you leave room for people, you know, the people, people and the, and the project people. I think. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So um, it's not often that we talk to someone whose book um, that they recommend. So the strength, strength finder, or you, what was the first version of that book? It's now discover your strengths. Now came discover out, your strengths. Yeah, came out in early 2000s. Yep. And it impacted you enough to build businesses and projects around this. And so I think that's really cool. Um, you crossed the bridge from going to, from businesses to parents. So now tell me um, the different resources that you have out there for parents so that they can learn how to apply. Well, first of all, find their strengths and then apply them. Yeah. So thought leaders beware. You know, sometimes your hobbies can turn into much more than what you think. My wife and I, four years ago, decided, you know, 
people keep asking me about the stories I tell from the stage about my kids as it relates to strengths, because it's a really passive way to bring this topic into a group of leaders. Because sure, sure. many of them in the room, usually 80% are going to be parents. Okay. And they're like, oh, I get it. Parenting, my kids. And you're like, yeah, now let's apply it to your people that you lead. Um, so we so we we use that. And I kept hearing like, you should write those down. They're great stories. I'm like, yeah, all my failures, <laughs> you know, all, all the things that I wish I had done different for the first 10 years of my poor three older kids' lives. Um, yeah, poor kids. So we did. Yeah. So we so we wrote them down. And then I met a, a publisher who said, Hey, could you take those and and are you open to this idea? And turns out we we published a book and then we realized in the midst of publishing, oh my gosh, what would wouldn't it be cool to be able to give parents a resource? that showed them how to find their strengths. Because Clifton mm-hmm. Strengths is amazing for all kinds of ways. And I could say, hey, you could you could use it for parenting, but what about specific nuanced parenting behavior? Got so it. Met, met a partner and we went down the path and we launched this new company called Incredible Family where you can learn your parenting strengths, which you know I hear it's kind of a rough time to be a parent right now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> kids are at home and all of this. And I, I'm joking because I have four at home. I'm living this mm-hmm. reality and I keep waiting to wake up from it, but it's not going away. No. Like it's, it's Groundhog Day. Like it's every day <laughs> they're in. And, 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 I'll, and I'll say this start, it's a gift, right? For I've better never, or worse, yeah. There's... I've never had such concentrated time with my children and I've never had such concentrated time with my children. <laughs> Like, oh my God, they're, they're always present. You're still here. Yeah. But, but, but what's so cool about the timing was, you know, parents have told us, oh my God, I needed to know I'm not failing. I needed to know that I'm not alone. And oh my gosh, it's a book that's not telling me all the things I'm doing wrong. Right. The book to say, no, really you have it within you to be a great parent. Let's just maybe show you where to look and where to find those resources. Very, very nice. So um, to clarify, the strengths that you're learning or that people have, may have learned that are applicable in business are not the same strengths that you're learning about through the parenting assessment. No, they're, they're very different because we, we studied and combed through research. My, my partner, Dr. Ryan Darby, is a, a doctor of psychology. And so mm-hmm. he combed through 60 years of research around what is it that makes that parenting um, space unique and where you operate. Cause, because I'm often asked this, well, well, what about my workplace strengths and at home? Mm-hmm. I'm like, sure. Like I'm a maximizer. I could be a maximizer at home, but it gets a little different when you get into the personality strength. Sure, okay. like, what's my personality. So my number one parenting strength is trainer, meaning I'm the dad that I set the rules. Mm-hmm. I come up with the bedtimes and, you know, no, you can't stay out with your boyfriend and no, he cannot spend the night on the couch don't try to play me. Like, you know, like <laughs> right. I, I'm that dad, like, no, this is how it goes. Where, yes, I could have derived that from other assessments, but that's pretty unique to that role in my life. Mm-hmm. That has been, you know, my oldest is 27. That's it. Well, my wife, the trainer is like number 11 out of 12 for her. Okay. And that was one of the mind blowing moments of, oh my gosh, for all these years, I've tried to make you like me in the way that I structure and how I train and, and equip and coach. And you know what? My wife, her her top strength, she's a zest. That means she likes to, to create the space and the fun. And I need her to do that because I don't have the same energy for that sort of thing. <laughs> and it's a great partnership. But, you know, that 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 relationship around our personality strengths in so much as they apply to parenting mm-hmm. is the gift we wanted to, to give to parents in the world. 
Right. Yeah. And so you guys work, um, work together and build, you know, a team out with the strengths that you both bring to the table and, you know, um, single parents, they need to know their strengths too. They're already, you know, kind of operating with one arm behind their, their back. I imagine. And they need to know their partners, right? Because Mm -hmm. I've never met a single parent that doesn't have partners, whether, whether, you know, it's caregivers and, and friends and people, you know, they're the grandparent, like, it helps to know, all right, I'm doing this piece. You're helping there. We're doing this. Even the, some, in many cases, the older sibling, you know, the oldest one is also, you know, helping turn around and, and do that role. So yeah, very broad. And, and what we hope is uh, the world needs some positivity right now. Yeah. <laughs> and we hope to provide some hope and optimism and, and efficacy around, hey, you could do this parent. You can do this. Hang in there. Absolutely. They can do it and they have tons of resources. So go ahead and tell us the name. Um, it's incrediblefamily.com. That's the name of the company and the book's incredible parent, incredible parent. And then your two podcasts that you can, we can hear you on. What are those? So the, the first one is the incredible family podcast and, and that's going to be run through the company and I'm on there, you know, pretty frequently. And then my business partner and I, um, we, we really thought about leadership and leading strong in times of uncertainty because it, it applies to now. So the leading strong podcast is built to help leaders find their footing, find their footing in a time like this. So we talk through some of those four, you know, areas where you can look to be a great boss, but also what your people need from you. So those are the two that we're spending time on right now. Goodness. Yeah. You're a busy guy. Um, so thought leaders and audience out there, I mean, there's something for you, whether you're in business or you have a family or both. So check out incrediblefamily.com with um, Brandon Miller. Thank you for your time today. Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.